in the beginning, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and there was evening, and there was morning. First day. Then you... Me. Us. Life. Life. First day. Thank you.
Welcome to the Obscure Stories Podcast with me, Jerry Mugudi. This is the very first official episode, people, so yay! Naturally, we'll talk about first. Let's start with some interesting facts. I know, I know, you're wondering what the... Well, that there was the world's first ever audio recording. It was recorded 9th of April, 1860 by a French guy with a very long and complicated French name, so pardon my français. His name was Edouard Léon Scodomarniville. It is believed that the audio is caught himself singing Au clair de la lune, Pierrot répondit, which means Under the moonlight, Pierrot replied. And now because of this very inventive person, we have this awesome invention known as podcasting. The very first tweet read, just setting up my Twitter, TWTTR, by Jack Dorsey, whose username is at Jack, on 21st March 2006. But the real breakthrough was when at Dom, Dom Segola, tweeted on 22nd March 2006, and his tweet read, oh, this is going to be addictive. And I know that there are people who relate to that. Unfortunately, I'm not one of those people, but I will try to be. So follow the podcast on Twitter at Obscure Stories or my personal Twitter at Jerry underscore Mugudi. We promise to follow back. This podcast is centered a lot around storytelling. So naturally, I will tell you a story, a very old and interesting story. Remember those days when we were kids, long before smartphones and electricity was almost everywhere in Africa, when visiting grammar meant witnessing great storytelling. We had stories about Kakasungura the rabbit and Simba the lion, stories of giants that ate naughty girls and the boy who cried wolf. Well, ever wondered, what was the first story ever told? The oldest known work of literature is the Epic of Gilgamesh. It was composed more than 3,000 years ago. About 400 years later, it got lost after a bloody siege. It was buried in the ruins of the Mesopotamian palace, peacefully conserved on 12 clay tablets, like the tablets that Moses used to conserve the Ten Commandments, I assume. It could have been forgotten had it not been unearthed by a British archaeologist and his Iraqi assistant near the city of Mosul in modern-day Iraq, the year 1840. The epic of Gilgamesh is just that, epic. It is a tale of a king and full of sex, violence, love, thievery, defiance, grief, and divine retribution. All the ingredients to make a bestseller. Hint, Game of Thrones fans. It's the first depiction of the underworld and very artful precursor to the legend of Noah's Ark. Some bits of the book have been found to be embedded into the Bible, most notably the old testament. Its hero, Gilgamesh, is a regal stroke royalty son of a man and a goddess. This lineage makes him a third human and two-thirds divine. Gilgamesh is a dreadful king, an angry, angry, angry man. He goes around rampaging through the city of Uruk where he lives and forces young men to engage him in endless contests. He is pretty promiscuous as well. He deflowers virgins on their wedding night. So I guess then your aim was to not be a virgin on your wedding night because then, you know. 
This, of course, makes the women of Uruk very angry and they protest to their gods. The gods deliberate for a while and finally they make a man out of clay and call him Enkidu. Enkidu is to be Gilgamesh's downfall. Enkidu is released into the wilderness to live among the animals. He learns the animals' language and sets them free from the traps set by the hunters from Uruk. The hunters, well, they get furious and they complain to Gilgamesh about Enkidu. Together, Gilgamesh and the hunters devise a devious plan to trap Enkidu as well as civilize him. They send a prostitute and she succeeds, of course. She's a woman. <laughs> but not before Enkidu manages to sustain an erection for an impressive seven days and seven nights. If that's not shocking people, I don't know what is. With this information, you could call yourself informed and, I don't know, die? After this incident, a priestess persuades Enkidu to move to a village. He moves to Uruk. When he gets there, he meets a wedding procession. And these people are not jubilant at all. They are crying. They are downright lamenting. Why? Well, the bride, well, she has an impending rape about to set on her. And Kido is enraged, and he storms into Uruk and has a bloody match with Gilgamesh. Round one, fight! The two men fight, and they battle, and they battle, and they battle. Whereupon, Gilgamesh realizes that he has finally, I mean finally, met his equal. He remembers his mother's prophecy years ago because this is a perfect time to be reminiscent. Like a wife, you love him, she said. Caress him and embrace him. <clears throat> and Kidu is the water to the fire that is Gilgamesh. They become great friends. I mean, hashtag BF. F. But not even Enkidu can dissuade Gilgamesh from attacking Humbaba. And who is Humbaba? Well, Humbaba is the ogre that, that guards the sacred timber. Together, Enkidu and Gilgamesh kill Humbaba and have Humbaba's dreadful curse fall upon them. Well, things naturally predictably start to go downhill from there. But Gilgamesh is not quite done. He is still making enemies with the mighty and powerful. One of his newly found enemies is Ishtar, the goddess of love. Ishtar has a huge, 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 humongous crush on Gilgamesh. But he rejects her haughtily. And she is infuriated. I mean the wrath of a woman's Corn. She's like a mere mortal, the nerve of this Gilgamesh. So what does she do? She sends the bull of heaven. In this case, I mean a mighty cow, people. <coughs> to plague Uruk. The dynamic duo Enkidu and Gilgamesh end up slaying the mighty cow and brave, brave Enkidu taunts Ishtar with the beast's hind parts. She's taunted by the beast's butt. I suppose it's huge, so that's insulting. Hmm. This is as much as the gods are going to take from these two. So they kill Enkidu, and Gilgamesh is horrified. He moans and moans and moans and moans for an entire tablet. Remember, we only have 12 of these tablets, people, and one of them is the first and best showcase of bromance. 
Gilgamesh then sets off to see a guy called Utenapishtim the far away, who is a distant, distant ancestor of his. This guy, Utenapishtim, is a Mesopotamian Noah. He recounts the flood as being due to the growing population of human beings. In this case, I mean Noah's flood. And what happened was that these people were causing so much noise and the gods could not sleep. So naturally, they killed everyone off. I'm, I I totally get the rationale. You need sleep to stay beautiful. This is totally justifiable. After the gods did this, well, they were very repentant and they gave Utanapishtim immortality. Gilgamesh, not wanting to end up like his best friend, well, he goes to see Utanapishtim because he wants to be immortal as well. And that doesn't go so well because, well, Utanapishtim is a... He's not a nice person, he's quite selfish, and he refuses to tell Gilgamesh what he needs to know, and Gilgamesh returns to Uruk, doomed to die. Looks like a rending romance heading our way Grab a knife Take a fist, let's get this out of the way oh, Looks like a redneck romance heading our way And Stop the blow and have some more whiskey Hop in bed and watch the sunrise Looks like a redneck romance heading our way that's all for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. For links to today's stories and more cool stuff, check out the Obscure Stories website. Be sure to check out the free music archives for all the pod-safe music you just heard on today's show. I have links on the website for that. Follow us on Twitter at Obscure Stories. I promise I'll be good and I'll follow back and I'll be excited. Like us on Facebook at the Obscure Stories podcast page. You can also download the episodes for free on SoundCloud at Obscure Stories or on the website. We love to hear from you, so give us your feedback and story pitches and reach out. Jerry signing out. Double love. Stay curious. <laughs>